millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, I was complimenting AJ, but... I, I compliment you all the time. <laughs> Name one. Um... Um... I can't remember now. You've really put me on the spot. I've, t- I've told you before I thought you were funny. No, you haven't. Specific, specific examples. Pretend there's a specific example. You can just put one on later <laughs> on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that time. Um, hello, everybody. My name is AJ. And this is a podcast where I'm joined by Richard. And I'm Richard. <laughs> what are you doing? I haven't done that in a while. What is that? Uh, this is my D&D character sheet. I'm can just doodling you, on it. Can you not moonlight on this podcast, please? <laughs> sure, um, can I gaslight? <laughs> no, you're, you've done. You've been doing that for <laughs> a year and a half already. Uh, uh, this is a podcast called the Cold Popsh Podcast, and every couple of weeks on the Cold Popsh Podcast, we like to do a thing called film franchise fortnights. Roughly every couple of weeks. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, when we feel like it. Uh, and that is a that, that is when we binge watch an entire film franchise within the fortnight. Uh, we discuss it. We review it. Maybe we don't like the word review. Yeah, I prefer the word discussion. Um, maybe you know we 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 come up with you know where we think it could go. We talk about if we liked it, if we didn't like it what have you a discussion hey a scushy a mad scushy a mad scushy about the franchise of the week and today also i know how you love to abbreviate things like mad scushy yeah there's one that i said the other day that i thought you'd be proud of mm-hmm. i referred to a petrol station as a petty stash <laughs> i love it <laughs> um uh, so the today's mad scushy is going to be about the lilo and stitch franchise mm. this has been requested by a few people that's not why we did it that's not why we did it we randomly choose it do not suggest <laughs> franchises for us to cover um but th- i think this is this might be the first time in my i haven't really thought about this where a where the podcast or where the, the franchise we're doing is one that we've had people ask us to do yeah it's a um life uh, art imitating life yeah there you go um so the lilo and stitch series uh there are four movies in this series uh they're all animated they're all disney um kind of post golden age disney but we'll get into that a bit later uh and they consist of the first film lilo and stitch in 2002 which was directed by chris sanders and dean de <laughs> um and richard would you tell us me and the listeners, what is Lilo and Stitch about? Uh, Lilo and Stitch is a tale as old as time mm-hmm. about a um, there's a mad scientist named Jumba who creates an, an experiment. He's, named, he's an alien. Yeah, yeah. And this is in a far off galaxy. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's experiment six two six. It's six hundred twenty sixth attempt at making something, and it's this cute little blue guy, and he through a series of hilarious you know mishaps he ends up crashing on hawaii the mm. island well it's actually well, series okay. of islands series of islands yeah <laughs> oahu i'm gonna presume hawaii presume, i thought it was hawaii i'm gonna presume that he lands on oahu but yeah and then he befriends this little girl called lilo who has, she's lost her parents she lives with her older sister she doesn't really sort of have her place but they become friends and they find their place together mm. yeah it's a beautiful can can you do the line Ohana means family. Nobody gets left behind or forgotten. Can you do it in Stitch's voice? Ohana means family. No, it's more... Um, Ohana. Ohana. Yeah, that's good. You, you know. I'm Fluffle. Um, I was so proud of that voice when I was 10 years old. I was like, guys. You should be proud of it now. Watch my Stitch impression. Yeah. So, uh, and, the- and I'm sure you didn't just do one line as well. You would have been like, guys, watch my Stitch I was impression. Like, and then- family. I had the cadence down. I remember. I remembered being like, Arhanan's family. Family means nobody that's left behind. He doesn't repeat the word family, does he? No. 
So, Ohana means family. Yeah. Ohana means family. Nobody gets left behind or, or forgotten. forgotten. Yeah. Um, so, um, he didn't have it. No. Right? Well, clearly not. Um, so, well, do you want to take a guess, take a stab in, in the dark on what uh, Lilo and Stitch has on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, high 80s or low 90s. Yep, 86. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty popular movie. One of my personal favorites. Yeah. So um, I feel like you and me, this was almost our Disney film because it was. It came out after we had been raised on them, but like it was a modern one. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, like something like Aladdin and Lion King feels like everyone's, whereas mm. like our specific age group and it was about an alien you know like totally yeah. like into what we know what i was yeah, I remember I was seeing it in the cinema yeah yeah i think i did i must have because i was obsessed with it but i don't know if i did see it in the cinema hmm. um I, I, I can't remember but anyway uh a year later the the kind of sequel came out i guess it's a sequel we'll, we'll talk about this uh it came out straight to dvd it was called stitch <laughs> the movie <coughs> uh, and I, of course, yelled that because it's an exclamation mark after Stitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was directed by, uh, and, and remember the, remember these names, Tony Craig and Bob's Ganaway. Okay. Remember those names. No. Uh, what do you think that scored on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, I'd guess sub, uh, sub 40. 20, 20%. Uh, can you tell us what Stitch the movie is about? So Stitch the movie is like a backdoor pilot for what would later become Lilo and Stitch the series. Mm-hmm. I believe it was originally going to be called Stitch the series, mm-hmm. uh, which is why the movie's called that. But uh, they, so basically it, they come to find out that, wait a minute, there are 625 other genetic experiments created by Jumba. And they, they're like in these dehydrated pods and there's the evil Dr. Hamsterville mm-hmm. who wants to get his hands on the experiments, but they end up saving the day. But at the same time, they drop all of these dehydrated pods onto the island of Hawaii, which is a very wet place. Mm-hmm. And so they're like unleashed and then it becomes their mission to find... Yeah. Each experiment and give it its own. Setting place. up the Lilo and Stitch TV series, which of course we couldn't really fit into the two weeks, um, but we will talk about it a little yeah. bit. But so that movie ends with there's one experiment called Sparky because they need uh, like an electrical charge to charge the their spaceship, and the movie ends with them getting Sparky to power the old lighthouse that's too expensive to run. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know Sparky's now got his place in the world. Yeah. Which and, is what the TV show. Yeah, and then so yeah. the head of the Galactic Federation or whatever says, you guys can be official agents and that's your job. To, yeah. yeah. Uh, then in 2005, so two years after Stitch, the movie, um, we got Lilo and Stitch 2, Stitch Has a Glitch, directed by Michael Labash and Tony Leondis. Uh, Leonidas. Leonidas. Um, and what do you think that has? This is Stitch. Stitch. The movie. <laughs> um, what do you think that has on Ron Tomatoes? Uh, I'd, more than Stitch, but less than half the difference between Stitch and Lilo and Stitch. 40%. I was correct. <laughs> uh, and can you tell us what Lilo and Stitch 2, Stitch as a Glitch, is about? Basically, when Stitch was first created, his molecules weren't correctly charged mm. and so now he's going to turn evil mm-hmm. and uh then it ends up being fine yeah lilo and stitch 2 uh, actually takes place between lilo and stitch 1 and stitch the movie um and i would i would call it the the prisoner of azkaban of the series because it um it doesn't it's have the best one no no not at all sorry <laughs> um because it, it doesn't have you know how prisoner of azkaban is the only harry potter that doesn't have voldemort on it Right. This doesn't have any of the bad guys in it. It doesn't have like a lot okay. of what becomes the central mythos of Lilo and Stitch in it. Oh, and yeah, no, and no. I think I think it's because um, I almost I couldn't find this confirmed anywhere, but I almost feel like the team behind Stitch the movie and the TV series was almost like the B team, and then another separate division were like we're going to make Lilo and Stitch too. And there was kind of not not. It almost seems like there wasn't a lot of communication. Right. Yeah. Because well, I mean, Davly Chase who played yeah. Lilo, didn't return. This is the only time she didn't play it because she was too busy with the series. Exactly. She was like, why don't you get Dakota Fanning to do it? Which Who's is weird. more famous than, than Chase now. So there yeah. you go. Well, and I think was at the time as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she would have. But because Deadly Chase is um, S. Darko and she's Samara from she's the She's Samara and she was in Beethoven's Fifth. <laughs> is it? Oh, she's the... Ah, oh, And I, th- yeah. I think it's Davy. I've always pronounced it Davy Chase. It probably is, I don't know. 
Um, anyway, okay. Remember what I told you to remember those names before? I've already forgotten them. They were Tony Craig and Bob's Ganaway. Okay. Lilo and, uh, Lilo and Stitch's fourth movie was called Leroy and Stitch. Yeah. Came out in 2006. And that was directed... And I've copied this off Wikipedia. I know it's wrong. I don't <laughs> think this is a crazy coincidence. That was directed by Roberts Ganaway and Tony Gregg. <laughs> <laughs> so unless... <laughs> unless by massive, like, massive twist of fate... Someone named Roberts and someone named Bobs <laughs> worked on the same film series together, and uh, someone named Tony Craig and someone named Tony Gregg worked on the same film series <laughs> together. I'm thinking there is a mistake. What do you think Leroy and Stitch has on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, I'd go between Stitch and Stitch Two. It's actually the same. It's forty percent. There you go. Tell us what, what Leroy. My- yeah, you're getting you're, you're honing it. <laughs> uh, so Leroy and Stitch is about. Uh, it's, oh, so this, this is the finale of the TV show, basically. Yeah. So it starts with they've just finished capturing, or not capturing, uh, giving a purpose to all of the uh, genetic experiments. Mm-hmm. And they, they get like, oh, well, cool, you can have all these fancy jobs. So Jumba's allowed to go back to being an evil scientist. Pleakley, who I haven't mentioned yet, <laughs> uh, is goes on to teach Earth Studies at a community college. And Stitch is now the captain of the Galactic Federation. And, but the evil Dr. Hamsterville has other plans and forces Jumba to create an evil clone of Stitch called Leroy. Mm. And then there's a big final battle with a bunch of Leroy clones. With all the Leroy clones and versus all the 626 um, experiments. Yeah, and they're defeated when they play Elvis because. Yes, that's a big part of these films. I feel like there's a lot that. We're going to talk about yeah, later on. That, yeah. that I'm imagine. trying to do that now, but I'm, I'm sure I've forgotten. <laughs> like, I haven't mentioned... I didn't mention Pleakley. I never mentioned Cobra Bubbles. No. I haven't mentioned Ganto. I haven't mentioned 65, aka Ruben. Yeah, we haven't even... We're not... I haven't even got written down how we're going to talk about Nani's thickness. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I barely mentioned Nani. But we alone her thickness. Um, so, Lilo and Stitch, uh, as we talked about, has spawned not just one, but three TV shows. Uh, Lilo and Stitch, the series, which is the one we've been talking about. Um, an anime called Stitch! <laughs> I've got to stop doing that now. Um, and most recently, this year, actually, a Chinese-produced cartoon called Stitch and AI, mm. AI, which basically transposed Stitch with a different little girl. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, like, I know Stitch, Stitch, the anime, yeah. has the same plot, but it just takes place in Japan. Okay. Um, and it's real bad. Oh, is it? Yeah, have you seen it? No, I haven't. That's real bad. So, having the first film released in the early 2000s, after what is considered Disney's renaissance period... And, and after sometimes- what is considered 9-11, the worst terrorist <laughs> yeah. attack in um, um, you kinda, US history. Yep. You kind of 9-11'd my paragraph there. <laughs> um, and also released sometime before the now predominantly CGI age of Disney films. Lilo and Stitch as a franchise feels very much like the one last call for alcohol for Disney. It's a turning point uh, for the animation for the animation company as it closed up shop on the old ways and slowly transitioned into the new. Well, sorry, is this this was before Home on the Range, yeah? Yeah, I think it might have been. I think Home and Range was 2004. That was like, that would be like their last attempt, eh? And then, oh, then yeah. Pr- Princess I've, and the Frog was like a deliberate. I've got I've got both those films okay. written, okay. written okay. down. Um, I should have known to trust you. Well, no, you're right. The, the early 2000s are very much seen as a dark patch for Disney, which I, I think I always knew, but I didn't know until I was researching this, right. that it's very much considered like, after, like, I mean, Tarzan, Mulan were like the last 90s Disney movies. And then we either got... Ones that were bad, like Home on the Range or Average, like uh, Princess and the Frog. Um, and perhaps that's why Lilo and Stitch kind of feels like both a forgotten yet classic Disney right, movie. Yeah. Because it is considered very good, but it's also the shining light in this really dark yeah. patch for, for Disney's animation history. Um, the original film was actually created out of a desire to make a quality animated feature for less money um, than the blockbusters from the 90s like The Lion King or Tarzan in a similar way that Dumbo was created as a financially conservative chaser to the films Pinocchio or Fantasia in the early 1940s. Uh, Lilo, Lilo and Stitch is also one of the last remaining remnants of the now defunct feature film to straight DVD model which Disney has had operated under for many years. So... What we've got with Lilo and Stitch is like a fossil. Like it's the last 
it's the dying decay of, <laughs> of what Disney doesn't really do anymore yeah. in multiple senses. Yeah. Um, and it's not a bad one to go out on. Even like oh, even yeah. the straight to DVD sequels, I didn't really like Stitch has a glitch, but I didn't mind the others. And, and Stitch I, has I, a glitch has some nice stuff. Yeah, it does. It, you're right, but it was probably my least favorite. We didn't talk about that. We, shall we rank them? What's okay, your yeah. uh, lead on Stitch is one of my favorite movies of all time, <laughs> and uh, I'd probably go. I'd actually probably just go in release order mm. for me. Really, diminishing returns. I would bit. put Leroy and Stitch second. I quite like Leroy and Stitch. Yeah, it made me really want to watch the TV show because it's like, I don't know, it just it just brought up this like, man, there's so much love and care that's gone into yeah. like making the series. Do like, we want to talk about the TV show? Um, I haven't got a lot written down, but well, basically- like our experiences with it, basically? I've, I'd never really watched it. Yeah, because I've probably seen every episode. Okay. Yeah. I'm just hiding that one in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I I really like the TV. I remember it has a really lame theme song. No, it's not that part. And then okay. later on, then like Stitch does like a rap. Oh, chicka, chicka, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. I hate. I would always. So they play like marathons of it on the Disney Channel, and every time the theme song came on, I would mute it because I didn't want my family thinking I was real lame for listening for watching this. What would obviously be a lame as hell TV show <laughs> with this lame intro the, but yeah no it was a great tv show doing this podcast not just with you but with others who have come on i've come to realize how much i was deprived of the disney channel growing up oh really because i didn't watch any disney channel i played um what was i playing the other day i was at i was at my friend's house doing something and and everyone was talking about hannah montana and phil of the future and stuff and i was like i never saw any of these shows that's really interesting i never ever saw them i knew about lilo and stitch the series because i liked it but not because i yeah yeah, well, yeah. I, like I remember when Lila, when S- Stitch the movie premiered. I remember it was like an event on Disney Channel. I remember mm. like Saturday night or whatever it was premiering. I like you know was like guys, I'm like mum, dad, I need the TV at this time. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing. And I remember watching it. I was like awesome. And then the TV show started. It was great. I, I, yeah, I'd say I probably, I probably have seen every episode. I, 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 there's a handful that I remember distinctly. Mm. And then I never saw Leroy and Stitch until today. Yeah, For nice. some reason, I just never like saw the ending of it but they, they did like there was this random like batch of six episodes at the start of i think the second season where like recess randomly went to hawaii Kim yeah Possible yeah i was reading hawaii, about that the proud family to oh, it on even though like, the animation styles are different yeah. recess was off air already yeah yeah but that was cool <laughs> um what i quite like about Sort of the TV show, but, but the, the, I mean, Leroy and Stitch, you yeah, got the gist of it as well. Was like, there's a real, um, devotion to like continuity. Like, it's like continuity takes quite a lot of priority. And it's like, we saw this with Beethoven where it doesn't need to because the audience isn't gonna, doesn't care. Yeah. The audience isn't gonna be like, but you said this in one episode and, and in this and the other episode. Um, for example, in Leroy and Stitch, when the Leroy clones are defeated by hearing Elvis at the end, they start glitching out in exactly the same way we see stitch glitch out and lilo and stitch too stitch has a glitch That's a good point. yeah it's real interesting because it's like the that movie feels ignored in the rest of the series or yeah. in, you know because i kind of separate as the the tv movies yeah. and the, the the other two movies yeah well the 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 stitch and lilo and stitch are very much just feature length yeah. pilot and finale of the yeah. show they're both barely over an hour yeah um, well, to be fair, Stitch 2 is... No, it's not either. either. <laughs> um, also, in Leroy and Stitch, um, there are, of course, numerous appearances by the other 625 experiments, um, which feature over the TV show. And Leroy is explicitly clarified as being experiment 629, as both 627 and 628 appear in the show. Yeah. What's 628? Because 627 is an evil one yeah because stitch is like yeah i'm the fucking man i captured all these experiments and then jumbo's like oh you think you're so cool well i'm gonna make it more a better experiment than you it's mm. gonna have it's gonna be better at everything and then they, they actually just can't beat it yeah which is stupid that jumbo would do that <laughs> but then they end up defeating it because the, uh this is one of the episodes i remember is that they he also gave him like a heightened sense of humor mm-hmm. so stitch just like they, they they say that he like he's laughing real hard at something and he gets distracted or like he like pretty much gets knocked unconscious and so when he's battling stitch stitch keeps on like knocking himself on the nuts and like doing all this funny stuff and then he laughs so hard that he like shuts down and they 
uh, dehydrate him and put him away because that's like they decide this is the only experiment we can never mm. l- fix. Which is kind of <laughs> macabre for a, well, such well, a I mean, positive show. Yeah, but like <laughs> he's made to be mm. uncurable. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, six to eight, uh, I, from what I read, I haven't seen that episode, but the end of that episode, Jumba like puts oh, the right. little the little uh, dehydrated six to eight in a box, and he's like, "Well, definitely not you then." <laughs> um, so I don't know. I thought that was cool because, like, I love I love good continuity. But if I was writing the show, I'd just be like, "Yeah, Leroy's six to eight, whatever." <laughs> like, you know, like it, I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't, but like I would forgive myself for doing that. It wouldn't seem like such a big deal. But mm. seeing it in practice, not be, like being done properly, I actually actually quite like. Yeah. The other thing I really like about this this franchise that I wrote down here was that the, the stitch is real cute. The stitch is well, is it, kind of. Yeah. Um, is, the, it the, is it the lifeguard in uh, the first one? Is that no. the other thing you remember? <laughs> no, like? but uh, uh, yeah, there's a lifeguard in all of the films actually, who's like a sunburnt fat dude who always drops no, his no, no. mint chocolate the, ice cream. The he's he's a tourist oh. or, or whatever. He's just a, a local. No, I'm talking about the lifeguard. In oh, the you mean the one. hot one? Yeah. No, yeah. We can talk about how how thick. Uh, the- <laughs> There's just this random, real, like sexy lifeguard, mm. and like if you if you type into Google like Lilo and Stitch L, it'll be like lifeguard, lifeguard hot, <laughs> lifeguard sexy. <laughs> oh, that's great. No, it's not. I wasn't going to talk about that. I was going to talk about how the franchise really nails character development. Um, and it kind of like rivals Pokemon. It's very reminiscent of Pokemon yeah, yeah, yeah. and how like all of the experiments have a consistent art style. A lot of them have like Stitch's eyes, like, and the ones yeah. that don't are just kind of like shrinked versions of Stitch's eyes. Yeah, and- they, they have a, a reason behind it. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. And I think that's really interesting because uh, 625, which is, no, 626, um, would have just been a random arbitrary number selected by the writers for the first film. Yeah. They'd be like, yeah, experiment 626. That sounds good. Kind of sounds like Stitch vaguely. Stitch to Stitch. Yeah, yeah. And so... Do you reckon the original title of the movie was Stitch to Stitch? Yeah, definitely. Um, and that actually like doomed... Well, not doomed, but like put on the plate of the people who would eventually make the TV show. You got to make 625 episodes, <laughs> which they didn't. They made 39 Yeah, that's insane. Imagine if there was actually 625 episodes. I mean, I kind of wish there was. I d- I, like, it would be running as long as The Simpsons. So the show, the Lilo and Stitch show, they just don't show them capturing them all. Is that what I'm, I'm to understand? I'd say they probably, so there's 65 episodes of the show. Yeah. They probably capture... Somewhere between eighty and hundred at that time, because yeah. there's there's so many episodes where he catches like five, like yeah. the, the one with this with six two seven starts with him just capturing like well, yeah. the, you know, and then in, in, in like, Leroy and Stitch they they establish that they've already caught them, yeah, caught them all, yeah, the, the, but like, yeah, it's weird. Like some of them are just real dumb, <laughs> and like like oh, we haven't mentioned Myrtle as well. Oh yeah, who's like the the, the, the Sarah, Sarah. Of this, uh, <laughs> franchise. Sarah, of course, being from Land Before Time. Time. Yeah, she. so she's like this bully who is just real mean to Lilo. And then in in Leroy and Stitch, you know, she has this dog Mm -hmm. that's actually a genetic experiment. But it looks like a... What kind of dog is that? Like a poodle? Yeah, no, it's not... I don't think it's a poodle. Uh, Like a a Bichon Frise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, they realise that its home is with Myrtle so that she has something to love. And then she's just a total bitch to her again. And then then they make... Two jokes in a row, two ripping jokes in a row about how Myrtle's dad left. <laughs> real weird. It was very Family Guy. It. I guess so, but like, yeah, Myrtle's a bit. Actually, I, I was going to mention Sarah on this podcast. Mm-hmm. C E R A. That is from Lambful Time. If you don't know my feelings, and until this extreme AJ's feelings on Sarah, go back and listen to Lambful Time podcast. But Lilo's kind of like a forgivable Sarah. I love Lilo. I think Lilo's a great character. Yeah, she's she's kind of an annoying bitch, but it, she gets away with it. Well, like like she like she's she learns lessons mm-hmm. and but she she is still really grating and annoying mm-hmm. and like I probably wouldn't want to be friends with her. <laughs> I think it's similar did you ever see Edge of Seventeen? Nah. So one thing that I quite liked about Edge of Seventeen, and the same with Lilo's characterization, is that um, like I find it very hard to 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 invest in an unlikable protagonist, right? Which is interesting because you're so unlikable yourself. I'm not my own protagonist. You are. 
You're my protagonist, <laughs> Richard. Um, I'm even worse than you, Eddie. <laughs> but the the in Age of Seventeen and both and Lilo and Stitch as well. You actually you kind of see what's behind the behavior. Yeah, right. Like right at the start of Age of Seventeen, you see her dad die in front of her, and it's real a bummer, and she's just kind of like standoffish, and that's actually what's attractive about the character is that well, it's like and that's played by Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, mate. <laughs> start doing i don't know enough stitches to okay yeah actually i was gonna bring this up as well so is your point finished yeah man <laughs> are you quite finished uh, that stitch only has like three or four lines like he speak he just randomly can speak english sometimes but like there's like okay and like yeah like it's like saying fuck you like yeah, they're, they're, what, what? Baba! <laughs> something like that um and, um uh, Mr. Nalakwista. <laughs> that, that sometimes means fuck you okay but yeah, it changes. Mm. Um, and I think the Lilo and Stitch theme song, there's that bit where he's like, yeah. it says like four things and that's just all of his catchphrases. <laughs> and, but and they mean different things every time. Right. And so it's like, you can either just have him say random syllables or like have one, but just having four that you just rotate to mean anything just feels kind of weird. Mm. No, I agree. Um, speaking of Stitch specifically, uh, did you know, Richard, that Chris Sanders, who is one of the directors of the first film and original creator and voice actor mm-hmm. for Stitch, had originally intended for the character to appear in a children's book he'd been writing in 1985? I actually do remember reading that yeah. back when the movie came out. Yeah, and he retooled the character to pitch to Disney and changed the original setting of Kansas to Hawaii because because he wanted like a desolate area. Apparently, mm. um, and no other big animated films had taken place in Hawaii at that time. To quote Sanders, animation has been set so much in ancient medieval Europe. So many fairy tales find their roots there that to place it in Hawaii was kind of a big leap. But that choice went on to color the entire movie and rewrite the story for us. And I agree. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't remember this movie if it wasn't in Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii's like another character in the film, mm. uh, which is so lame to say, but it's true. <laughs> the, the setting's really like a character. <laughs> Yeah, no, it totally is, though. Mm. Like, the fact that Elvis is huge in Hawaii because he did all, all his films there is, like, a huge part of these is films. Is that why? Yeah. Oh, I forgive it now. I oh. watched the, all four films being like, what's with Elvis? Like, why do they- Yeah, no, Elvis up? is huge in Hawaii because okay. he, yeah, he filmed a bunch of movies there. I actually wondered if maybe Lilo and Stitch was a period piece that, like, one of those ones that doesn't tell you, like how, like how The Incredibles is set in the 50s, but it never, like, explicitly mentions it. Did you, did you know that? Incredibles are set no, in the fifties. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. I, 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 one hundred percent do not believe you. It's all but confirmed. I think. Give me any evidence. Um, the aesthetic, the cars, the the way of living, the nuclear family, the um, the newspapers. I think say the nineteen fifties. I don't know. It's it's a that's a confirmed thing. No, nah, fuck off. Anyway. As in, in similar fashion, I thought maybe Lilo and Stitch was set in the past because all the movies they watch are black and white, and Elvis is real big. Yeah, I th- the movie thing I think is like a to show how sort of odd antiquated. Lilo is. Yeah, yeah, and that that's like oh, okay, yeah. But yeah, the Elvis thing is just as a Hawaii thing, right? But I, the thing I love also about how this is set in Hawaii is um, the 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 look of it, the aesthetic of it, how it's all uh, watercolor backgrounds yep. with just animation on top of that looks really good i really mm. like that uh but then also i also found out that i also well remembered that cobra bubbles who's like the men in black character um specifically mentions the 1973 roswell incident in the first film mm. so it's at least past 1973 <laughs> so probably modern day i think they have cell phones and, and stuff in it as well yeah uh, there's i think it might be in can't which one it's in. i think it's in stitch or stitch 2 but they, uh, David, Nani's like sometimes boyfriend goes, mm-hmm. I'm getting you a cell phone. Mm, that's right. That's right. How are you going on that Incredibles factoid? Uh, I found it. The Incredibles set in the 1960s. Oh, my Disney.com. And that's the only thing I found. And I'm just going to pull that up to read now. One thing you never noticed about the Incredibles. Would you guys believe us if we told you that we think the Incredibles are set in the early 1960s? You're going to hang me up on this because I said the 50s, not the 60s. <laughs> like, so I'm technically wrong. Brad Bird's watchword for the whole movie was that it should seem like the early 60s vision of the future. TV's Johnny Quest and Walt Disney's original Tomorrowland. So we have things like the monorail on the island, which feels like it was designed in the early 60s. Mm. Let's take a close look at the 
date on Bob Parr's newspaper. It said Monday, May 16th, 1962. There you go. Oh, <laughs> the fact that, like, one of the duh is the fact that Helen uses a corded phone. Duh. In 2004. <laughs> Bob's um, office tech. Yep, he's got a computer. All the retro cars. A kid on a bike. Now, fuck this. This is stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's stupid. You're right. I'm sorry that I told you something you didn't know, but that's okay. I'm just... Uh... Okay. Wait. So, where did you read about it? Where did you hear I just, about it? It's just a thing I've known. Nah. This Maybe I saw, I saw it on like Imgur or something back in the day. No. Oh, it's interesting. It's, it's stupid, but it's interesting. Um... I had an idea that was kind of like an alternate... Let's talk about Leroy and Stitch. Okay. Despite it not being the main film that everyone... Well, it's not Leroy and Stitch, which is so much better of it. Um, I think Leroy and Stitch missed an opportunity. And so at the start of Leroy and Stitch, they're like, congratulations for collecting all the lost experiments and, and showing them their place in the world. Um, and and the, the grand ambassador, whatever she is, she gives them all... As you said, she gives them all a reward. So you went over them before. I'll just quickly recap... Jumba gets the keys to his lab, which he was since he used to be banished from. Pleakley gets a gets to be like a college professor and, and teach Earth studies, and uh, Stitch gets a, a big red battleship to be like a space fighter. And they're all really excited. And then Lilo's like, "Wait, so you guys aren't going to come back to Hawaii?" And they all kind of look at her sheepishly, Hawaii. and they're like, "Ah, <laughs> uh, actually, no, yeah, we'll we'll come back to Hawaii." And then within the next maybe. 10, five to ten minutes, Lilo learns to like she should let them go because it's their lives and their decisions. So she lets them go. They go off, and it just all, all you know, all, all culminates in the the Leroy plot. First of all, there's no reason they couldn't come visit her. They never like addressed why they couldn't even come back or why they had to stay. Yeah, right. Um, but also, I do wonder if maybe there was a missed opportunity here to do a story where that that plot of Lilo not wanting to let them go actually is his the entire character arc of the film and it actually ends with them leaving like weave the Leroy stuff back into the plot so that they're, they're called off to this adventure but I do wonder if it would have been more impactful because otherwise each film kind of has the same ending Ohana's important um, Stitch and Lilo family. Stitch and Lilo belong you know they're, they're, they're you know the love yeah. of each other's lives um, in, a, in a in a cool way in like a friend's way. Yeah, yeah. Um, or like There's a, actually a really an, good an video Ohana. essay about friends um, being love. Yeah. Well, do you know what it's called? Do you know what channel posted it? Ah, uh, if you gave me enough time to think about it, but I'm, I'm, I know you know. <laughs> um, what was it called? I think it's called Screen Prism. Go yeah, check it out. It's pretty cool. <laughs> um, uh, so the, yeah, I, I do wonder like, would it have been more powerful to actually say the message of Leroy and Stitch is if you love something, let it go. Because... There is that kind of there is it is literally a, a TV series finale that so there's that finality to it. There's um, that feels very much in the spirit of Ohana that and Aloha as well as they talk about um, of hello and goodbyes. That yeah, that was that was a good nanny sort of talks to her and says like you know Aloha. Yeah, it's a it's a circle. It means hello and also yeah, means yeah. goodbye. So it's it's about about that being able to let go. Hmm. And yeah, that, that, no, that's good. no, I feel like yeah, I feel like Leroy and Stitch should have ended with Stitch leaving Lilo. Maybe not Stitch, but... Uh. No, like, not forever, but, I, you know, I'm going to go live my life that, I was, that I've was that i dreamed of, my, you know, all my existence. Yeah, but I guess, like, the whole, like, plot of the TV series is, like, finding your rightful place. Mm. And the whole point is that Lilo's and Stitch's is together. Mm, fair enough. Okay. What was the <laughs> line... I just cut that whole part out. <laughs> um... So yeah, we talked about Aloha briefly. Do you, you just watched it? Do you remember what um, the the lead villain Doctor Hamsterville's badass line is at the end of Leroy and Stitch? He like says he's like Aloha, and in this case, I mean goodbye or something like that. Is it like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's so badass. I was like, this is such a cool line. Really? <laughs> I, I thought it was cool. Tear it to shreds. Like, no, nah, it was cool. It was like a it was a great way to kind of like bring it bring it back in and kind of a devious. Either way, because a lot of people, one of the jokes in Leroy and Stitch is no one really. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. He understands Aloha because it's, it's hello and goodbye, and that's mm. so confusing. Yeah. <laughs> um, A hilarious joke made years earlier by <laughs> Miss Congeniality. Was it? Yeah, there's a bit where... <laughs> I don't know if Miss Congeniality lays, lays claim <laughs> to, to that joke. To point out that there's similar. <laughs> nah, there's a bit of Miss Congeniality because she's in a, uh, what's it called, like a Miss World competition. Mm-hmm. And there's like, <laughs> she's still going to miss Hawaii. And she's like, Aloha means hello and goodbye, right? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, does that get confusing? Like, you're on the phone and you want someone to go. So you're like, Aloha. And they're like, yeah, hello. And they keep talking. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, I think it's like there's a real awkward situation and she's diffusing it by saying that. So it's, in, it's the emotional climax of the film. In the credits of Leroy and Stitch, it lists all, all 624 other experiments. Do you want to see if I can name them all? Yeah. All right. Richter. Sample. Angel. Ruben. Uh, Spike. Those are all real experiments. You can look that up. Yep. Um, I tried to look it up. I was like, surely they don't cover 624 others because it's, it's a big number. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's like if it was like, like my name is Earl was like 250 things on his list. Yeah. And they didn't Which is finish. ambitious. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I tried looking up and I, I went on Stitchypedia and um, I read an article that said that the numbers so the the zero series is something the one series yeah. is something and it's basic so there's a hundred except for the six series which there's only twi- supposedly perfected it list yeah 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 um so there's only 29 of the six series which are like doomsday creatures but all the other creatures fit into this category depending on what the first number yeah. is um and then then it was this list of literally 629 experiments yeah. they all had pictures they all had names they all had like the episodes they appeared in and then i was like this is amazing where do they fit this into 60 odd episodes and then i scrolled right to the bottom of the page at the top copy was this is bullshit they're like this is just fan fiction you shouldn't put this on stitchypedia because this is just fan art the, yeah, <laughs> so there apparently is... like they just drew i don't want look at all the pictures obviously that's cool though yeah, it, it, oh, I, 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 I encourage the fan art of there, it. But. There's some that are only in the anime. Oh, okay. But they like f- they fill the gaps kind of thing. Okay. And there are also mistakes I was reading. Like yeah. certain ones have, have two different numbers. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, there is a definitive list of the number of... Yeah, of they, the, I think the, they took the, the names Lee from yeah. Lilo. Yeah, yeah, so there are, the names are out there and most of them you can kind of... Because they're all called like Sparky. That mm. was another one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can you can figure from that that he's electrical. Richter can somehow has something to do with earthquakes, but he's got one of them tail. was called "I know you are, but what am I?" That was his name, and <laughs> nice. he could mimic people. Oh yeah, nice. Um, yeah, this is like a um, yeah. I was like so excited that there is like this show. I, had, I was like, I have to watch the show. They fit over five hundred creatures into under a hundred episodes. Yeah, I was gonna as a hilarious meme watch the show. Mm. In preparation for this podcast, but then I realized it's literally 24 hours worth of content. Mm. And I still probably could have done it, but I yeah. didn't want to. Mm. That's okay. Because I, I was like, I wonder what number one was. And that's what set me off on this journey. to. Try. I, I, maybe number I'll, one doesn't even appear on the show. No, yeah. Number two does. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I found out. There's also yeah. a zero, so technically. Yeah, that's that's not canon to the Disney series, I okay. think. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I was... Um, I was thinking maybe, we, like, at some point when we start the off-week podcast again, do, like, a follow-up episode where... I'd... Oh, you watch the series? Yeah. Nice, yeah. Maybe something like that. I don't know, because I feel like there's enough information that we're not going to be able to deliver talking nice. about the movies. Yeah. Can we talk for a little bit about uh, what Leon Stitch means to our friendship? We, we referenced it. Oh, yeah, we man. We referenced it last week. Go hard. So, uh, about 18 months ago, AJ came around to my house and asked to be my best friend. And... Um... I touched your hand as well. <laughs> I was going to say something dirtier, but we wanted this to be like an entry-level episode, so <laughs> didn't want to alienate. I thought you were going to be like, um, it was 20 months ago. <laughs> yeah, so AJ came around. And I didn't ask, I beg. Okay, so get your <laughs> yeah. facts right. AJ asked in very explicit terms to be my best friend, and because I was drunk, 
I sort of kind of, I didn't disagree. But anyway, then <laughs> like a week or two later, we were just hanging out and talking about Leroy and Stitch. I was like, oh yeah, like Leroy and Stitch. And he was like, oh man, I just, he's like, I love that you're probably the only other person that I know that is able to just like offer up the information that Leroy and Stitch is the, that the fourth Leroy and Stitch movie is called Leroy and Stitch. And then, so he was, he was impressed by my knowledge of, Lilo and Stitch. Mm. And then about a week ago, <laughs> AJ messaged me on Facebook and he was like, man, the these films. So the release order is Lilo and Stitch, Stitch, Lilo and Stitch 2 and Leroy and Stitch. But, and then I was like, yeah, no, I was literally just explaining this to Kieran who was guest starred last week. Um, I was chatting him at work and, and he was like, what the fuck? Why'd you look it up? Because, the the rules one of the rules of this podcast is that one person does the research of it, and I was like, I just know the chrono the chronology of Leland Stitch because I've seen the show and I'm a big fan of the series. So the the knowledge of Leland Stitch that initially sort of formed this friendship almost tore it apart. Um, and then I also like to to explain what happened after that, just for my fragile <laughs> ego here, is that Richard then. Um, well, actually, during that my little research bout that when I was talking to Richard, then I also was like, I wonder if I could watch the show, like all of the show, like how big, how long could it possibly? <laughs> I was like, thirteen episodes a season, surely? No, there's sixty five. Yeah. Um, and I looked it up, and I was like, sixty five. So I, I did the maths and worked out that to watch all of them, you would have to spend twenty three point nine 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 hours yeah. watching it. And then Richard, later, like an hour later, was like, Oh, we should watch the show, but it would literally take twenty four hours. And I was like, Yeah, I know. And he was like, no, you didn't. And I was like, then I screenshotted my internet search history and sent that to him with the like time codes. No, but I didn't have, it never had time codes. Oh, I didn't have time codes. That's right. But it had like, it had Lilo and Stitch the series, then just written numbers into Google, <laughs> then correcting the numbers I wrote into Google because I put the plus in the wrong part. And then that whatever number that was converted into hours and then above that was like this <laughs> is like like rick astley's never gonna give you up and like a series of like seemingly just videos that i'd looked at in my you know you know when yeah. you go on a youtube binge just this real sus list of videos above and i was like man like such a random like thing to see in someone like i have no idea what information you're wanting me to glean from looking at your search history <laughs> Yeah, it's not the first time you've shown me a search history, and I won't go into the first time because oh, I remember that. doesn't bear repeating. <laughs> um, but maybe what we'll does, release that as a Patreon exclusive what, AJ search history. What does bear repeating is um, the is co- that I just found out that Corey and the House <laughs> no is actually called Corey and the House. I always thought it was duh, but that's just AJ. What is that? That's your just your systemic racism. And I just, I just realized why I know, well, part of the reason you were probably so <laughs> annoyed at me bringing that up is that again, this is supposed to be an entry level <laughs> episode of the podcast. And that's, that's not only like a personal joke for like the podcast, but one that's like not even canon on the podcast yet. So the story behind that is, this is, the <laughs> go, just do it. Do it. <laughs> this is the third time. If you include this time, this is the third time that on podcast, I've had the realization that. <laughs> that Corey and the house what I always thought it was called is actually just called Corey and the house and the AJ's commented that it's my systemic racism I've mentioned that in two separate episodes <laughs> thinking that I'd only just found it out and not mentioned it before and likewise for my retort <laughs> uh, I think I just liked that I knew the word systemic yeah um, no what I, I, I actually think one time you said deep seated oh no Probably, you know time. why it's because i couldn't remember the word systemic <laughs> um what I did want to talk about instead of that um wonderfully niche inside joke was titles oh yes which we, we actually talk about the, uh yep yep say it all right do the line we talk about titles quite often on this podcast and why is why is that richard why do we talk about titles as much as we do because uh, as a franchise <laughs> and i feel like as uh two of the experts on franchises <laughs> Can you tell what i'm doing are you doing a, a me yeah i'm doing this is my aj impression oh nice <laughs> You said like this isn't like this is I'm trying to embody the character, not just the voice. Mm. Uh, is it titles? Uh, a lot of people don't really put a lot of emphasis on them, mm. but I feel like as kind of a film guy, I uh, 
I, I find they're very important because they're like the brand of your film. And as as a is, as brand. a quasi filmmaker, I don't see how quasi. someone could not put uh, onus on that. Yeah, it's important. I don't see why people don't think it's important because they clearly so don't. Proud of that. And Lilo and Stitch is a great example of when people don't give a shit about their titles. However, I will give them some leniency because there were production mishaps. So just a just a quick reminder: the titles of the films are Lilo and Stitch, Stitch the movie, Lilo and Stitch Two, Stitch has a glitch, Leroy and Stitch. I have no problem with the first and last movie. Titles. I have no problem with one, three, and four. Stitch the movie only really has a problem because the TV show isn't called Stitch. Hmm. If it was, that'd be fine. But yeah, Lilo and Stitch and Lilo and Stitch 2, Stitch has a glitch. Like Lilo and Stitch, obviously Lilo and Stitch is a great title. Lilo and Stitch 2, Stitch has a glitch is a very straight to DVD yeah, title, but like not in a bad way. It's just, it's it called Lilo and Stitch 2 and a subtitle. They changed Edge of Tomorrow to Live, Die, Repeat. Like Stitch has a glitch. It sounds like a a way to like a little bumper sticker on the film on the DVD being like right. Stitch has a glitch what is he gonna do right yeah um, I, don't, I don't know like, I don't have a problem and then Leroy and Stitch is a great title for the last episode of the series yeah agreed and, but yeah Stitch the movie I, I don't I don't really have a problem with because I remember it being like uh, when, when, when it first came out I remember sort of thinking like this is a spin off in a way like it's kind mm. of you're not supposed to it's, I agree. It's not about the same caliber as the movie. I agree, but it is just Lilo's just as main of a character in it. Like if it was more Stitch focused, I could forgive it. But it's right. Well, I, mean, I guess because it's, it, it goes a bit more into Stitch's backstory. Yeah, but they all do. Yeah. Well, well like the fact that all his cousins. Right. Stuff. Did you watch the Origin of Stitch? Yeah, I did. Yeah. What did you think of it? It was a little short film, by the way. Yeah, it was on the DVD of Lilo Stitch too. Yes. And so it's it's supposed to bridge the gap in the timeline between. Stitch two and Stitch. Yeah, it was cool. It was, it was a cute little. Yeah, just this movie. nice little. He he, like goes into Jumba's room and mm. sees a computer with all of his mm. like cousins on it. He calls them his cousins because yeah. that's the sort of thing of Stitch. Uh, it's a Hawaiian yeah thing. Yeah. They, everyone calls each other cousin, and uh, yeah, and then Jumba's like, hey, he I don't know, gives him some motivational speech. It's cute. Um, yeah, so as you mentioned up top, the reason for the movie being called Stitch the movie was because the show was originally going to be called Stitch the series, um, uh, and there was a there was, this was abolished and it resulted in them having mismatched names, which is even more confusing considering that Stitch with an exclamation point is the name of the anime. Yeah. Um, but right. there was an original title for Stitch the movie, and that was Lilo and Stitch and New Ohana. That's stupid. I hate it. You hate it? Yeah. I like it better than Stitch the movie. Um, but like, no, it's not a, great. As a title or as where it fits in? I reckon Stitch the movie is a better title. I reckon Lilo and Stitch and New Ohana is a lame title. Yeah, but... I, but I, it fits more. It fits more. That's Maybe that's what I'm going for. Um, so, the I, I thought that the titles of, of two of the four films, as well as like the spin-off cartoons, really make Lilo seem irrelevant to the story which i think sucks because i actually really like a character um but i also quite like leroy and stitch as a title i think that's clever because it like it's subverts your expectations so i was thinking how could that be reflected in the other two movies so these are the titles i'm pitching to you richard just quickly do you know how, what the naming the uh what's it called the tv series they were the episodes were just called like richter yeah or, yeah. Like, yeah so yeah um, here's my my alternate titles for the Lilo and Stitch series: Lilo and Stitch, Lilo and Stitch and Sparky, with another ampersand in there, oh my God. and Lilo and Glitch instead of Stitch as a glitch, right. and then Leroy and Stitch. I hate Lilo and Stitch and Sparky. Why? I just, that's so stupid. Why? Sparky's the the main like alien they find in that one. Yeah, I know. No, I'm telling the audience. I know you know. <laughs> I know you know everything about Lilo. I don't know. I think, no, yeah, I, don't, I think that's a real dumb. Title. I just think I you know. needed to keep that central Lilo and Stitch in the title, except for maybe the last one. I don't know. My, to me, the the since the best way to fix it would be to call the TV series Stitch the series, but then, uh, then that kind of throws Leroy and Stitch out of whack. Yeah, but also Lilo's not just Lilo's not second fiddle in these films, like. She's just as main of a character. Yeah, yeah, I get Stitch that. is the selling point. I get that. Like he's the r- rust coal of the, <laughs> the true detective. Yeah, that my, is like Lilo and Stitch. My mum just texted me like five minutes ago saying, "Have you? Did you watch season two of True Detective?" 
I thought my mum just texted me five minutes ago saying stitches the rust st- stitches the rust curl. <laughs> no, um, yeah, that's so weird. I mean, how often do people talk to me about True Detective? Me every overrated day. Overrated series. Hey, tell that to my tin collectors. I don't know where it is. I was looking around for it. What is it? I've got like the collector's edition of the first season. Oh yeah, I love that series. Anyway, um, that's all I had to say about titles. All right, that's interesting. I yeah, I I think Lee Lost Edition Sparky's dumb. Yeah, but you do, often don't like my titles. Yeah, I don't take Jurassic it personally anymore. Park B. That was great. Jurassic Park B. That's such Jurassic a good idea. Waters. Jurassic Waters. That's the best one. <laughs> no, well, I don't know if I recall. Two out of three voted for Jaws Jurassic Park. Let's do something now that we don't, um, we've never done before. Let's Richard. not reference um, <laughs> old episodes of the podcast. Let's continue the franchise. Just right. kidding. We've done this heaps. Um, so this is a segment on the show. By the way, if you can hear the baby Tui that's been driving us crazy for the past week outside my oh, window. It's been more than a week. Um, that I don't know if you can hear that, but it sounds like... <laughs> Sounds like the psycho. It's, yeah, <laughs> and it's it's every ten to fifteen seconds, yeah. anywhere from two to four chirps. Same note, t- two to five chirps. Same note every time. Ten to fifteen seconds, twenty four hours a day. Not twenty four hours. Well, yeah, it stops around nine. Five, five a.m. to about nine p.m. Yeah. There it goes now. Um, Boost that. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a, this is a segment where um, Richard and I are going to pitch our sequels, prequels, um, midquels. Um, the fucking bird, man. <laughs> <laughs> to Lilo and Stitch. Going to try to continue the franchise. Um, as stated this, uh, stated a lot, not just like offhandedly, <laughs> the, the series has been continued in various ways, and not just the movies, but the TV shows as well, uh, as well as a couple of video games, uh, including one on PS2 that I always wanted to play called Stitch Experiment 626, which is a prequel to the first film, and you play as Stitch, and you got to find uh, all the DNA for Jumba's illegal geni- genetic mutations. So it's set, it's, like, before he's captured. Doesn't make sense, but, yeah. Why well, Stitch could have existed before we see him arrested at the yeah, start. Yeah, but he only finds out about the other experiments in Stitch the movie. He doesn't... I don't think he finds about the experiments explicitly in this he just knows he's collecting all right well i'm gonna get it now i'm gonna play it and i'm gonna see it we should get it um but i did read on stitchipedia that there is a 700 series of experiments mm. but i don't know if that's true since apparently stitchipedia is a bunch of bullshit <laughs> um all right what's your continue the franchise Bill you go Bruce. first uh well, well as i have had a few times i've got kind of just a, a few sort of loose ideas uh one is just to go back and finish the TV show. Oh, yeah. Like, just keep making episodes, keep making another, you know, Mm. 500 and something episodes of the TV show. Give us all of them. And uh, another video game would be cool. Mm. Um, Because they've got the anime and the Chinese anime. Stitch and I? Yeah. It's not an anime if it's Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, You know, there's, there's, there's room for more kind of stuff there. There's, I was trying to think of an actual story that I want to see. Mm. in this universe and and there's not really so the, the, the last time we saw all the characters they're all they've, they've rescued all the experiments they're all happy and it, it ends on a very tying a bow on it yeah. so you could do like oh a threat comes to to earth and all the experiments have to band together or something like that but ugh, i'm just not really interested yeah in it's weird i really wish I wish it, I wish they didn't go straight to DVD. Almost, I wish they made more theatrical sequels. They were of the same yeah, quality. Yeah, I, I, I like the idea of of more stories in this world. Yeah, but just can't think of any. Can't think of anything. Oh, either that, or they'd have to all be in between. Mm, yeah, there's one or thing we haven't talked about. A actually, time jump to mention about. Yeah, um, in uh, Stitch Two, Stitch is a glitch. Mm. Stitch dies. Mm. That's interesting. And comes back because of love. Yeah. Yeah. But there's also, there's also, sorry to interrupt the continue the franchise, but there's also a kind of sweet moment in that, that, so throughout the whole movie, Lilo just like doesn't notice that Stitch's like eyes go fucky and he is like doing these horrible things and she just thinks he's like being a nuisance. But then, and Stitch like feels so bad, he like isolates himself and Lilo's got this important dance coming up and Lilo and Stitch like comes out of the bushes and he's like... I, I'm I'm sorry. I just I haven't been myself. I want to. I, I just want to support you, but I I have to go. And then 
And Lilo's like, can you just fuck off? Like, Stitch, you're being such a dick lately. And then Stitch, like, glitches out and scratches her on the face. And, you know, like, someone like Sarah from The Lane Before Time would be like, you're the worst person I've ever met. Me, 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 blah, blah, blah. But Lilo's like, Stitch would never hurt me. I I, I now know that something's wrong, mm. which I thought was quite a cool moment. Mm. So is that you're continuing the franchise? Like it's just that scene. <laughs> the, the world having a better understanding of Cat Stitch's complex characterization. Yeah. We're getting real abstract with these continuing the franchise. <laughs> um, my continuing the franchise is, I don't know. I haven't put much thought into this. Yeah. Other than wanting to see, you know, more. Um, the I like the idea of like a tourist, maybe like a live action film. We don't even know it's a Lilo and Stitch sequel mm. coming to Hawaii and just finding all the experiments and being like, oh my god, like like kind of like yeah, a no horror one, movie. No, no one cares. Yeah, yeah, a horror movie where like he goes to this town and everyone's happily living in peace with all these aliens and yeah. There's you see it in Leroy and Stitch, but there's one experiment. I don't I don't think it's an episode of the TV series or I can't remember anyway. But there's like or it might be just like one of the quick montagey ones. But he's like a giraffe. He's got a real long neck and his head is a stoplight. Mm. And it's like, like, so it's got a red and green thing. So what the hell else could that have been created for? Like, how hard would that be to find his purpose? Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, well, his head looks like a stoplight well, maybe and he can use it at the exact same function. Maybe there were heaps of ones like that and that's why we only saw a hundred odd yeah. episodes. Because it's like this. Actually, no, it'd be cool to do like... This is my continuing franchise now. Uh, as like web shorts of like just five minute mm. of like just this is what Ooh, happened. What about an encyclopedia? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, actually, no, that's a cool idea. Like yeah. an official encyclopedia release that documents all six hundred and twenty six, mm. and then and what Leland Stitch did for them. Mm. Cool. Um, that's the first time my continuing franchise has been a book. Oh, nice, dude. Actually, or just like a. My continuing franchise is just like a canonical Stitchopedia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Okay, so that about wraps up our main Peso, discussion like cheese. of um, Stitch and Lilo. Uh, <laughs> Alas, I can't. How dare you? They just called the sequel Stitch and Lilo. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, or oh, do like a reimagining of Lilo and Stitch that it's just like all the characters are flipped. Yeah. So it's like Lilo just gets blasted out into space for some reason mm. and everyone just thinks she's this freak but then Stitch is like what's what's this and he's like Ikibaba means Mista <laughs> la yeah um, so uh, if you're watching you, if you're watching this on whatever or listening to this on whatever um app of your choosing you may notice that there's maybe a little bit left at the tail end of that don't worry we don't ramble on what we're going to do is we're going to wrap up the show here and then go into fan mail uh if you're new to the show i don't expect you to listen all the way through to the fan mail anyway but if you want to yeah you can and if, if you want. want to leave your own fan mail. yeah please please um so usually at this point in the show we do something called franchise roulette which is where we decide on our next well we don't decide we randomly select our next episode um but this time we're gonna be a little bit of a little secret boys christmas boys and we're gonna be doing a christmas themed episode next franchise next fortnight and this year it's getting released well, we don't. We haven't recorded it yet. Anything could go wrong between. In fact, something's already gone wrong. <laughs> that we'll is talk true. about next week. But I don't think it'll be on the same caliber as last year. No, the Patreon exclusive episode. Yeah, if we ever get a Patreon, <laughs> you guys are going to. This have is the thousand dollar. We'll we'll describe it and let people pay us a thousand dollars to listen to it. Yeah, I'd let people listen to that. For I think, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think a thousand. Are we going to officially well. announce? what happened last year next episode uh or or like is it ever gonna be i don't know officially made canon what a what a what a sizzling little hint maybe we will maybe we won't um anyway new listeners back for next week yeah uh, so usually on the show we we draw a random number and that number correlates to a franchise and we watch it no matter what it is um but we're not doing that this time um, we're actually doing something that wasn't even on the list exactly and also um this is going to be our last episode next next episode our last episode of the year there will be a small break in film franchise fortnights but 
the Cold Popshire podcast in between is actually coming back to bridge that gap. Yeah, so we're going to be doing just fun things. Yep. We've got like a year wrap up and yep. looking forward to the year and a very special episode, which I organized and mm. then a less special episode, which AJ organized. Well, I haven't done it yet. Yeah, um, yeah I don't even know. If it, <laughs> um, and the... the um, those episodes are going to be on SoundCloud and iTunes exclusively and Stitcher, I guess. So if you're listening to this on YouTube... Lilo and Stitcher. <laughs> head on over to Lilo and Stitcher. Lilo and Stitcher. Um, to listen to those ones, uh, if you haven't already. <clears throat> um, anyway, uh, we're Cole Popshire. If you like what we've been talking about, you can find videos and um, more podcasts and just discussions on our Facebook and YouTube Mad page. Scushies. Mad Scushies. Um, on our Facebook and YouTube page, we've also got a Twitter that we're starting to be more active on. I tweeted a tweet today. No one even looked at it as I far as that. I know. That was interesting. Yeah? Um, yeah, no, yeah. So the, the tweet was, what if Inhumans is just a shitty TV show in the Marvel series? You just have someone watch it during Infinity War. And I was like, that's, that's, that's a very front page of Reddit. Kind yeah, of, yeah, or yeah. like... Um, so anyway, yeah, please, please like us on, on, and if, and if you listen to this podcast, send us a message, um, send us like, even, even if you've never seen one before, I'm going to be reading out some comments in a second. Um, send us a message, tell us what you think, tell us, tell us what franchises you want us to do. We won't do them, but. But if they're not on the list, we will add them to the yeah, list. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, thank but you very much. Good luck trying to think of one that's not on the list. Thank you very much for listening. And now we're going to move into fan mail. Get it? Cause it's film franchise Fortnite's fan mail. Oh, nice. F f f fan mail. I did too many f f f f f f f m. Yeah. Best group sex scenario. Yeah. Um. So on our one hundred one. Funny, AJ. Yeah, it was good. On our one hundred one Dalmatians episode, someone named Yuri Bartleby commented. I liked the fireworks. It made the whole thing feel festive and chill, like a jovial war podcast. This is very nice. Thank you, Yuri. Yeah, also, I want to just defend myself. On the 101 Dalmatians podcast, I've had a few people mention that I was being a little bitch with the fireworks because they were that loud. They were so they, loud I, I, on I the back night. you up. I back you like, up. Like, it didn't come across in the podcast, which is good because it would have been horrible to listen yeah. to otherwise. And there was, there was a few that legitimately gave me a fright, but I was I actually thought the podcast was going to be ruined. But, so I'm glad it, did, it wasn't. Mm. But it, it is funny that I do come across like a little bitch. Um... I, see, I replied, thanks, Yuri. I'll pass this feedback on to Richard, and we'll see if we can get fireworks in every single episode from now on. <laughs> uh, we don't, but we do have a baby Tui to squawk at you. Squawk's yeah. the, the right word to yeah, describe yeah. this bird. What are we going to have next week? Um, I can't say it's a secret. Uh, we'll have... Uh, Silver bells? Yeah, just carolers at the door. Um, and I asked where Yuri was from. Yuri said, I'm from Quebec. I've discovered your stuff fairly recently, and though I've got to say I've mostly been listening to FFF and have slowly been branching out, I have no TV or subscription service, so I'm hopelessly uncool and not up to date on my pop culture. Semi-old movie franchises are my wheelhouse. Thanks for asking, man. I appreciate that, especially since YouTube is probably not your primary repository. I think it's cool that you respond to people on here. Your enthusiasm is what made the fireworks work nice um that's very nice that was very, very that nice was time. very nice and um i love that we're reaching quebec and, and i told yuri um fuck you we don't <laughs> <laughs> um i told him to get us some some uh other quebec listeners and we'll do a canadian tour um and i also said that if if <laughs> what you're looking at me like i'm not going to canada no i was like not again <laughs> no I, I, you didn't know quebec was in canada that's it it's okay I'd like i it. um like of course it is now but i was I think because his name is Yuri, I was picturing Russia. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I also said if semi-old fr- movie franchises are your wheelhouse, then this is definitely the podcast for you. Uh, on Instagram, our new exclusive Instagram commenter, Mark Frisch. Um, Frisch of Arkadu. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Frisch of Arkadu. Uh, Mark, is that how you pronounce your last name? I don't know. He said um, on the 101 oh Dalmatians God. episode, love the new logo, guys. Audio was shite this week. Just kidding. Great app. Uh, and on Facebook, our, our great old friend, Brent Taylor, said, I had no idea V for Vendetta was so big in New Zealand that fireworks would be brought in for the occasion. The only movie we Americans celebrate every year is The Patriot, the one starring the anti-Semitic lethal weapon star, not the one starring the woman grabbing under siege star. <laughs> 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 uh, then on the on the Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> episode on YouTube, um, frequent commenter Tim Tarbor one two three said, "An idea for an episode I had. What defines a franchise? Could Pixar movies, for example, be grouped together in a franchise since they cover certain themes like feeling obsolete, what if blank had feelings, and a unified visual flair, cartoony CGI animation, with a couple of rotating auteurs such as Brad Bird, Pete Doctor, or we won't say his name." 
Cuban spicy <laughs> popper. Um, and I replied, yeah, that's a great topic. Did a Bug's Life? Uh, I think it was Lassiter. Star Spicy. <laughs> Is that, the, is that the most affected piece of media? Maybe. Um, I said, yeah, that's a great topic and something we talk about quite a bit, like do implied cinematic universes count as franchises? We usually include spin-offs when we do these, like Puss in Boots and the Shrek series, and we've done franchises of spiritual sequels, like the, the Red Curtain trilogy and Blood and Ice Cream is on the list as well. But like Tarantino and Pixar movies are as well implied to be set in the same universe, not as each other, but as the movies within them. But they're separated in their own franchises. Which we've covered. We've covered both the Pixar franchise and a Tarantino franchise. Um, Definitely a point of discussion. That's probably going to be the end of how much we're going to discuss it on this episode, but it is a... Yeah, yeah, there's... I think we we are admittedly very um, fluid with what we want to watch in a certain franchise episode. Yeah. Like, for, for me personally, I would argue that doing the Nolan Batman trilogy as its own thing would be more interesting than doing every Batman movie, for example. Yeah, but then with Spider-Man... Exactly. Can, yeah. So there's no rules to it. It's just whatever yeah, we just, think well, is going to make a good with, with Spider-Man, I remember thinking that either of these are half as interesting. Mm, yeah. I mean, you could do Raimi's, but the, well, I think the thing was because we got Raimi and then I was like, we should do the, the, web, tri- the web duology as well because mm-hmm. if we get that one, it's not going to be as interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Having said that, oh, I did um, one. Do you talk about like what what should we watch and stuff like that? Because like SpongeBob SquarePants, we watched two TV movies, yeah, and like Lilo and Stitch as well. The one sort of like different one that we have on the po- on the list. And I don't even know if I've actually discussed it with you out loud. But when we get if slash when we get Death Note, I've put on there that we have to watch the anime. Oh, that's great that you just signed me up. Well, okay, so the anime I watched, I watched <laughs> in two afternoons. It's amazing and. It's interesting with that one because none of them, there's like, the movies have like two or three different iterations of the story, but none of them are like the good one. Right. So I want to watch like the good one and then... Well, stay tuned for that. Someone did comment for us, to, it might have been Tim actually, I can't remember. Yeah. To do the Death Note series. Yeah, because the, yeah. So yeah, I thought that was interesting because I was like, I actually genuinely want you to watch the anime. Mm. <laughs> I'm not even an anime guy. Mm. I just Death Note is really good. Don't say you've like the anime if you haven't read the manga uh, Brent also commented on the D&D episode and said I remember when D&D came out in theatres I was bummed that it was promoted as a fantasy movie as opposed to a movie about the game if you could do a movie where kids play the game and the things they are playing happen in real life it would be great but then we'd complain it was a knockoff of Jumanji edit oh crap you'll continue the franchise is the same thing as I said and I said, great minds think alike, Brent. <laughs> uh, and then on Instagram, great. Mark Free Shavakadu said, continue the franchise. I agree. Do a movie where a bunch of kids are playing a game of D&D. Halfway through the movie, they lose their dice under the fridge and have to use one of their dads. Plot twist, the dad, the dice is magic. After already cutting back and forth between from the kids and the story in the game, then maybe the mum and dad save them. Brought to you by imdb.org. Thanks for another great episode, guys. Um, and then I just asked him a bunch of boring questions about how he listens to the podcast but that's that's our fan mail for this week and that's the episode for this week please get in contact with us you can actually email us as well I forgot please. to mention on media at gmail.com or send us a message on any of our social platforms like please do like we, we love knowing that people listen just add us on Facebook add me on Facebook my name's Richard Martin <laughs> add me on Facebook um, but other than that that is the show for this week oh, um, that is the show for the, the one time I put my phone on the table <laughs> the whole episode uh, well, that, yeah. did you get out all your stuff because I remember you showing me you had a veritable novella of I got all the stuff out oh good on you um, yeah thank you very much for listening everybody thank you and we'll see you next week for a very special film franchise Fortnite's Christmas oh hiya nahiya Hawaiian roller coaster ride, ride. So give me reason <laughs> <laughs>